I don't know. I would just I would just assume that people are stinky on the train because that's my whole train experience has always been like I always sit next to the stinkiest person. <laughs> you ever think that maybe you're the stinkiest person on the train? If there's no one else around you that's stinky, then, then it's you. Yeah, then you're the one that's stinky. Oh no. That freaks me out I've... every day. start this podcast <laughs> i forgot i think we say our names oh hi i'm brendan bigley <laughs> hi i'm andrea caperti welcome to no scripts <laughs> let's start over this is so bad <laughs> all right hi i'm brendan bigley hi i'm andrea caperti welcome to no scripts at all it is a podcast about terrace house a netflix reality show that uh, used to take place in japan and now takes place in hawaii i don't know why i mentioned the japan and hawaii part every time well because because it is like it's a japanese it's a japanese reality show yeah i guess it's worth noting for context yeah. everyone speaks japanese in it ever in hawaii but they speak japanese yeah so if somebody didn't know about it <laughs> That's a good point. But like we're on the fifth episode at this point, and I want to respect the intelligence of our audience. They know. But they, if, they know what's going on. They know who we are. Just, yeah, they know who we are. But like, what if it's like someone new who just popped into this episode? Whoa, great point. Great point. What what would you say to someone new who just popped into this episode? Hey, hello. Welcome to this um, beautiful Terrace House experience. Mm-hmm. There are three boys and three girls. Mm-hmm. They do know each other. We are just given a beautiful house and two beautiful cars. Um, and some of them are shitty. <laughs> and some of them are <laughs> shitty. That's a great point. Yeah. I also, I also love, they're given a beautiful house and two beautiful cars, but just that, just nothing else. Just a whole place to live in two incredible cars. Oh, no, right. Yeah. And there's no script and at no all. no script at all. There we go. Which is probably the most important part. Should we get housekeeping out of the way real quick? Let's do it. We got a couple more, uh, reviews. Thank you to, uh, Witch and Suzumiya-san. Mm-hmm. which I, I think I maybe said that correctly, uh, who also threw in some reviews. Uh, going back to the beginning, our first review ever from Tai Chai Guy, which was uh, <laughs> five stars. I don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, he hit us up on Twitter. He has a he yeah. has a Twitter account. That was probably one of the greatest moments of my life was that getting really a tweet from Tai Chai Guy uh, yeah. thanking us for the shout out. So here's another shout out because ooh, <laughs> so happy. Uh, That's yeah. how I live my life nowadays. I just wake up and I'm like, today's going to be a good day. I think five stars, not really sure what's happening, but yeah, yeah see what yeah. happens. Yeah. So that was always a thing in school, right? Which was, uh, you could, you started with a hundred and then as, as you fucked up in class, <laughs> they, they removed points, what? right? I mean, that, that was, I never, some classes my kind of way. school, my kind of school wasn't like that. I went to, I guess, hippie school where mm-hmm. you had to add everything up. And if you had more than 50 points, you passed. Oh, what? Wait. Yeah, our standards are really low in Puerto Rico. Don't worry about it. That's very interesting. Yeah. Anything past fifty, and and you got an A, or not even so. an A, which is like a true or false. No, you just got a pass. Yeah, true. You um, succeeded. Yeah, it was like a pass or need improvement. Wow. Um, I have to oh, take it's not even. School. It's not even pass or fail. It's pass or like. No, there's a fail. Like the fail is well. just you have to take summer school, like Andrew Capretti had to do. Oh, true. Yeah. Anyway, so that was housekeeping. <laughs> that was housekeeping. I guess. Uh, yeah, so we, we posted, I mentioned this in the last episode, but we, uh, we posted 
about this podcast on the r slash terrace house subreddit it's uh, a really cool subreddit yeah that was like two weeks ago um i i tend to avoid it because of spoilers i don't want to spoil anything until we're done watching this first content drop content drop that's a gross thing uh the first episode drop i guess yeah for aloha state um so i'm I'm trying to avoid it at the moment but i thought that um the people there because of course they all binged it like normal people would uh unlike us so they would probably want some stuff to consume while they're waiting so i thought hey i'll just post the podcast over there and honestly the response has been like overwhelmingly nice um i keep getting notifications every couple days from someone finding that thread and like popping in to be like oh hey thanks uh for making this and it's cool and i enjoy listening to it and i don't know i i just feel so good about that it just like it was so nice i yeah i had no context of like how the fandom was going to be in this show because it's a japanese reality show there's not really any basis of like what the overseas or like what the fandom is going to be period right and like even the criticism that we've got was like super well worded and like constructed and super nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. For real. I, I am just kind of blown away by the response. So I just wanted to, I guess, like kind of start off the show by saying thanks to people who are listening. Hey, thanks guys. Yeah. Welcome. A, there are more of you than I expected. First of all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. And, uh, and, and B, you're all very nice. Even when you're telling us what we were fucking up on, uh, and we, we yeah. try and fix those things. So thanks for doing that. Thanks for calling yeah. us out on our shit. And uh, yeah, let's talk about Terrace House. Let's talk about Terrace House. Oh, this episode. I know this episode was a shit show. Um, oh, but it's also like my favorite kind of episode to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's mostly opinion based. I feel like this is a very subjective episode. It's like everyone's yeah. going to feel different kinds of ways about it. And I think that's beautiful. So let's just go over what happened in the last episode real quick. Avion and Lauren confronted Eric about the surfing trip and how they left uh, Naomi out to dry. That was a pun I made by accident. Uh, Eric attempted to apologize to Naomi, who cried (laughs) badly. Yeah, did a horrible job. Uh, Yuya started his English classes, which I don't know. That wasn't very eventful, but I thought it was worth noting because it was the first time we've seen him outside of his element. And I think that was interesting. Lauren hugged Yusuke. Yeah. And they had a conversation later where there were definitely, definitely sparks involved yeah. and they planned to go to North Shore. Yeah. And we decided to go to North Shore. Everyone. Yes. The whole house. Yeah. Let's all go to North Shore is, is how go. that conversation went. Yeah. I thought we were going to go to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good callback. Yeah. Good callback. If you haven't watched Boys and Girls in the City, you don't <laughs> get that. No, that's a that's a deep cut for yeah, deep real cut. fans. So... The first thing that happens in every episode is the panel. Uh, I So here's the thing. I, I realize that we don't talk about what the panel talks about too often. I, I think because mm-hmm. A, we also have the same points that they have. Uh, and B, I also think there's a strange meta thing that I feel uncomfortable about commenting on commentators <laughs> talking <laughs> about the show that we're also talking I about. I feel the same way a little bit. So I, I try to not dwell on what the panel is talking about too much generally. Yeah. You know, with the exception of Boy Prince last week, yeah, uh, talking about the hugging thing because that was that was that was that was a really good like that was an Einstein like, moment grab. Yeah, I I like not so much the the intro part, but like the middle part where we like kind of break down more of a meat of the episode. Like I like yeah. commenting on that. Yeah, but I also don't want to put myself on the same level as like our God and Savior Yamasan. Right. So. True. Which speaking of which, I only took mm-hmm. one note about the panel intro. Uh, which is that the guy who created One Piece texted Yama? Yeah, 
apparently they're buds and was yeah, like and was like yo eric eric's gonna start some trouble he's a sketchy dude yeah, watch out for him so funny yeah i keep i kept hearing about that like on i i saw a thing about that like on twitter yeah. and i was like I, this doesn't come out yet so i'm not sure about it and finally came out and i was like this is fucking weird yeah sure super weird yeah I love that the guy who made One Piece is is watching Terrace House. That makes me so happy. I have no connection to One Piece at all, but I know a lot of people who have lots of connections to One Piece. It's a good show. It's very long. I hope maybe in the future we see a small Terrace House yeah. throwback. Maybe a tap. A tap is a pirate in the background. Oh my or god, that'd be so cool. That'd be so funny. I could see that at this point. Yeah, I mean, all right. Anything's possible. So. This episode opens with uh, North Shore, basically, like the the whole North Shore trip, starting at the house. Uh, and it's very, very early in the morning. The sun's not even out yet. Mm-hmm. They're all just like hanging out in the kitchen, like getting their shit together. Uh, Yusuke breakfast. mentions, yeah, they're eating breakfast and stuff. Yusuke mentions that he got up way too early because he's so excited about the trip, <laughs> like a kid <laughs> so on Christmas, cute. essentially. That's so cute. I honestly, I, I think he was lying. I think maybe he's even lying to himself about that. I think he's just incredibly anxious because basically everyone's like hey you're gonna hit on lauren right you're gonna like make that happen oh god yeah i I don't i don't think it was just like oh i'm so excited it's like oh god i'm super 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 dreading this interaction Um, yeah i think part of it was also like anxiety yeah uh and we'll see how that interaction went Mm -hmm. it it was bad it it did not go well it didn't it didn't go very well (laughs) hey so they all hop into the truck, uh, except for two of them who won't fit in the truck and have to sit in the bed of the truck. <laughs> Back of the truck. Um, they mentioned in the panel later, like, oh, isn't that illegal in Japan? Like, that's super illegal in America, it's too. Super legal. <laughs> yeah, it's illegal everywhere. Yeah. And they drove for, like, apparently two hours. <laughs> yeah. Which What's interesting, though, is uh, they have some shots of them, like, driving through the countryside, and there are, like, five cars uh, in a line behind them and i wonder if that's like the production team like probably the production team like keeping them on a slow pace i guess so they can make that work or whatever i don't know very strange oh so uh when, when they're getting into the truck and they're about to leave the house uh eric goes you guys ready and everyone just has like a lackluster like yay you know <laughs> and uh and he goes that was so fake and lauren goes everything is fake which Good moment from Lauren. Cool. Lauren has a yeah. lot of really interesting good moments in this episode, um, which kind of leads up to an interesting conversation that she has with her sister later. But yeah. it's kind of the first like sign of dissenting views that we get from Lauren in this episode, which I we always kind of talk about like what the crux, what the like thematic crux of every episode is. Um, and I think this one is kind of like Lauren's separation from the rest from of the, the rest group. of the group. Yeah. So, you know, for her to take this moment where it's like, oh, everyone's just joking around and she's like, no, 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 everything is fake and just like bring this, I don't know, kind of dark cloud. Yeah, I think she meant it as a joke, but like it came out too real. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. Uh, Yeah, so we'll see. Also, like the weird meta narrative of like you're on a reality TV show and there's quote unquote no script at all, (laughs) you know, but but everything is fake. Very interesting. Very interesting Mm -hmm. moment. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they're driving. They're driving around, uh, getting to North Shore. Uh, Lauren, I don't know. what This is so interesting. They just like immediately cut to the shot of Lauren in the car. And she's like, my dream is to have a fruit farm. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might have might have been like driving through some farms of like pineapples. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were like out in the like Hawaii countryside kind of thing. Yeah. Um, she's like, like, I want to like, have a oh, fruit farm. Oh, this is really country. With dogs and cats. And Eric goes, that's so nice. You can go make your kids pick fruit. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Like, okay, Lauren's That's dream so is to have a fruit farm. Eric's dream is uh, to use Child children. Flavor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to pick fruit. 
which is very much in line with Eric's personality. <laughs> um, weird moment. And, uh, and, and just offhand, they mention, you know, this is like the real Hawaii, quote unquote, because I mean, they're, they're around like a major city in Hawaii, you know, which is like very touristy and stuff. It's yeah. like kind of a central hub. So they're now in real Hawaii and, uh, Eric calls it quote, extreme Hawaii, which, uh, if we weren't naming these podcast episodes after the episode of the show that we were watching extreme Hawaii, this podcast episode would be called extreme Hawaii. No doubt extreme, about it. Uh, can we, can we actually like rename our podcast itself? Extreme Hawaii. Yo, extreme Hawaii. A podcast about Tara's house. That's so good. I I bought a whole. I was I was at the grocery store earlier today, and I saw your. You texted me. You're like, buy some fruit for some extreme Hawaii podcasting, yeah. and I bought an entire pineapple. Did you wait? You actually bought a whole pineapple? Yeah, I did. It's 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 in my car right now. I oh my god! Wow. So we'll see. I don't know how I'm gonna eat it, but I think you just extreme bite Hawaii. into it, right? Isn't that how pineapples oh, like, work? Like, yeah, like Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Guy Fieri. I mean, Guy yeah. Fieri is an extreme Hawaii incarnate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah, so um, this podcast is bleeding into my real life, Extreme Hawaii. Extreme Hawaii, yeah. I, you know, I try and live my best Extreme Hawaii life every day. <laughs> I, w- I wake up, I, I stretch, I look out the window, I say, hmm, I don't know yet. We'll see. Five stars. Extreme I, I, Hawaii. Extreme Hawaii. Uh, and then I put on my jacket and walk out into the 20 degree weather and realize this is uh, not Extreme Hawaii. This is, in fact, New Jersey. No, but we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. Five stars. We'll yeah, five stars. Uh, so okay anyway uh, they they stop uh while on the way to north shore to go get some chai which is Mm -hmm. exciting i'm a big fan of chai gotta say love chai big 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 uh chai connoisseur over here me brendan bigley and uh while they're waiting for the drinks i want to mention everyone gets chai except yusuke who gets a smoothie which is just the best (laughs) did not realize that until i was rewatching that he does not get chai yeah I saw I saw like a pink thing come out. And I was like, "Is that for Lauren?" And then, like Yusuke just got like he was just a good little smoothie boy. Like, yeah, of course. Hey, yeah, gotta gotta live your truth. Uh, if yeah, if you're wanting a smoothie, like spices. Yeah, hey, if you're in Hawaii, you better be drinking smoothies. Two four sev, you know. <laughs> Basically, you gotta live that extreme Hawaii life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know they're hanging out. It's it's Lauren and Yusuke hanging out by uh the. I guess like the drink pickup window. Uh, Lauren's waiting for her chai. Yusuke's waiting for his smoothie. Uh, so they try and make conversation. I I put emphasis on the word try. And uh, and Lauren says, oh, I, I wore waterproof makeup, you know, so maybe I'll go swimming or whatever. And uh, Yusuke, or should I say Ethan? Ethan. <laughs> says, you don't even need makeup. Babe. <laughs> yeah, comma, <laughs> comma, babe. Uh, and... Uh, and Lauren's like, oh, you're so sweet. Grabs his arm for a quick sec. He goes, thank you. Human, Wait. human interaction. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was like a hand hug. Yeah. Lauren, <laughs> I'm not touchy feely. Mm-hmm. Touched Yusuke on the arm. A hand yeah. hug. I like that. Yeah. Hand hug. Yeah. Yeah. That's extreme. That's extreme Hawaii. Uh, so they end up at North Shore, the much hyped North Shore. They were talking about how everyone has been talking about going to North Shore. We haven't seen it on camera, but... And they're walking up, and I gotta say, sure looks like a beach. Yep. <laughs> sure looks a like beautiful beach. any old beach. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. It's in Hawaii. I, I don't think the cameras do Hawaii justice. When you're in Hawaii, for some reason, everything seems more saturated. All the blues are more blue. Yeah. All the greens are more green. All that sand that is more 4D. sand colored. Yeah, we gotta get that 4D, like, scratch and sniff. Like, I have to, I want, I have to smell yeah. Hawaii so I get Hawaii. You know what I want? What? I want Terrace House for the Oculus Rift. I want to put a <gasps> VR headset on. I want to have 
a Mark Zuckerberg approved experience in Tara's house. I'm losing my mind. That'd be so good. Who did that? Who made it? Who made a nature? To, oh, it was David. At, you know, David Attenborough. He's the guy who yeah. does the voice for planet earth and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he made a VR wildlife documentary. No fucking way. I didn't know about this. Imagine if David Attenborough narrated <laughs> a terrace house documentary in VR. Oh my God. What a beautiful. That's dream exactly what I need. That's not even that left i mean it's pretty left field but it's not even that left field because apparently i didn't know this so there was the first season of terrace house and then mm-hmm. after that there was a movie yeah the movie's on amazon is it yeah i was Holy trying shit. to buy it but like i just i didn't have money oh i mean we gotta watch it maybe that that would be a good like in between episode we'll see anyway north shore anyway north shore they're in north shore um North Shore, there's a shot in North Shore, by the way, before we get into into the water, yeah. that has a sign that clearly says no swimming. Oh, really? Yeah, did you not see that? It just just straight up. I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess I, I remember. So when they get out of the car, Eric's talking about how he used to come here all the time so he could jump off rocks. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, sure. And uh, and Yuya's like, oh, can we go do that right now? And and Eric says, nah, because there's there's red flags. And then Yuya's like, but what if we just went and did it? And then Eric's like, nah, because there are red flags. And then they show a shot of the red flag. And now that I'm thinking about it, that shot of the there red flag, it's on top yeah. of a sign that says no swimming. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, these boys. And then Lauren goes, let's go swimming. Yeah. Um, and I was like, OK, all right, this is going to be an interesting episode. Well, what's interesting is they don't they don't go in the water, right? They just go like towards the water and they like yeah, stand just next out. to it. Yeah, that's what um, that's what that's what girls who do their hair before they go into the beach do. Ah, as someone who's a, I'm from an island as well from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Oh. We don't really go to the waters. Sometimes. Yeah, you just hang out near water. Yeah, we put our feet in there. We're like, oh, it's cold. There you go. And then we go back to the yeah. sand and take a nap. Yeah, I'm the same way anyway because I'm terrified of riptides, and I think that I'm <gasps> always gonna die when I'm in the ocean. Hey, Brendan, uh, you should be, but also, <laughs> but also try, just get, just jump in. Now I, I, I used to, I mean, I, I was a competitive swimmer. I'm pretty yeah. all right in the water, but on no, the ocean honestly is terrifying. Uh, yeah, even though I enjoy pools, swimming in swimming it. In the, yeah. Swimming in the pools and swimming in the ocean is completely different. Yes. Totally agree. That's it. That's uh, it. North Shore. Laura, Lauren apparently wants to swim. Lauren wants to swim. Uh, so yeah the three girls go towards the water uh the three boys uh play catch <laughs> football which is kind, the most american thing ever kind they kind of play catch uh yeah. i should say that yuya and eric definitely are playing catch uh oh, 100%. is standing there watching and then i think eric says let me give this boy a shot and throws the ball at him i will say my boy yusuke does catch the ball but it catch is first like he's never seen a ball before <laughs> hey, it's a football it's really hard to throw a football when you've it never is. seen a no, football before yeah. in your life don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i am the last person to be judging anyone on their ability to catch <laughs> and throw a football i i have to make that perfectly clear there's no world in which i am allowed to say this but you know, we're hosting this podcast. Yeah. I feel yeah. obligated to mention. We can say whatever you want. That it looked like he, he was carrying a baby that he was going to drop. No, uh, yeah. He was he was carrying he was he was handling that football very delicately. Right. But at the it was it was like he was being incredibly delicate but also very reckless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was very, like it was I'm going to throw the pigskin with the boys, 
but also I don't want to break it. Right. Yeah. He's trying, he's trying to fit in, uh, but he's also, I don't know, learning how to live like a human being simultaneously. Uh, <laughs> luckily for Yusuke, sweet relief uh, because the girls ask him to take pictures of them. Uh, so a, so let, let me, let me break this down. Right. So, so it's really great for him and they do this great thing in this episode at this exact mm-hmm. moment where they keep cutting between shots of him taking pictures of the girls, taking pictures with the girls, hanging yeah. out with and conversing with the girls and shots of Yuya and Eric <laughs> throwing a football back and forth. And they cut back and forth between these two shots over and over and over again. Just like, Hey, do you get it? Do you get what's happening? Do you get what's happening? Do you get yeah. that these two uh, want to date these girls but are playing football instead? And, yep. and Yusuke is the yep. only one who has, who, who has made any kind of interaction with them. Uh, I, I loved that so much. That was very good editing because I, I got I got the same feel. I was like, these two bros are just bros. We're just broing out right now. They're just broing around. There's some really cute girls on the side that are like, I guess they could just like at least talk to them or acknowledge your presence. But no, nah, bro, I'm going to bro. Bro, I'm going to throw <laughs> this football at you, bro. Yeah. And Yusuke's just like, thank you. Thank you for taking me out of this, please. Yeah. Yeah. Thank thank God. Thank God for pictures. Um <laughs> what? So what what follows what follows this scene is perhaps the worst moment of all time in any piece of media I've ever witnessed, listened to, uh, t- tasted, felt heard yeah it's this is one of the worst things ever happened i timed it because when so here's (gasps) the thing when i when i watched this the first time uh i literally felt like i had fallen into a pool of lava that was slowly melting the skin (laughs) off of my bones um i i i was like writhing i swear to god i'm like sit i'm lying in bed watching this writhing like mm-hmm. my limbs are moving uncontrollably i just needed to shake the spiders off me while watching this moment yeah. uh I felt and the same way. it felt like oh, it lasted a whole hour long like the whole episode was just this one moment uh so when i went back and watched it again to take notes i timed it turns out this moment only lasts 57 seconds long you're fucking kidding me i'm not kidding it's not even a minute it felt like at least five at least it, it's like it was like i don't know if, if you watch evangelion but it's a few shots in evangelion by hideakonano duns where like it's like two girls are in the elevator and it's literally like it feels like a 20 minute scene of them just like in the elevator just not right. speaking to each other and i felt that visceral like oh my god i'm gonna throw up this is the worst thing i've seen in my life please someone do something yeah with this scene yeah so explain this scene yeah Brendan. okay so so everyone and by everyone i mean uh yuya eric avion and uh naomi are sitting uh by the water just like kicking some sand around essentially which leaves Yusuke and Lauren. So where are Yusuke and Lauren? Well, Lauren's under the umbrella. Uh, she has her phone out. She's just, you know, doing whatever she's doing, lying on uh, a towel under the umbrella. In the same shot of okay. Lauren on her phone under the umbrella, standing behind, just slightly behind the umbrella, just slightly out of view of Lauren, is Yusuke standing there doing nothing not saying anything not moving he's just there you can tell that he's trying to figure out what he's going to say to her you know what i mean like you can yeah. you can tell that he's he's reeling there's something going on in his brain but he's also pretending that he's watching what they're making in the sand 
knowing maybe that the only people who can see this are us, the audience and the cameras, right? Like he's putting on this act literally, I think for himself and the audience. Yeah. Um, which is, which is very strange. And, uh, Lauren just continues to be on her phone. And eventually at some point in these 57 seconds, he walks slightly in front of the umbrella, which is when she notices that he's there yeah. because she, she didn't sees notice. Sees. Right. Yeah. Uh, and she says, Hey, to which he does not respond, <laughs> does not say anything back to her. And then she says, I'm just sleeping, which we know she wasn't <laughs> because she was on her phone the whole time. Uh, and Yusuke responds to that by saying, they're making something with the sand. Let's go check. <laughs> oh, no. At that point, I ignored the red flags and I walked up onto the rocks and threw myself into the ocean and I was carried away by the riptide and I'm dead now. <laughs> wow ghost brendan nice to meet you yeah it's it's a pleasure that honestly i i haven't had a moment that hurt me that bad since probably like the office scott's tots era <gasps> oh my god it was like it was like honestly it lives up to scott's tots for me i forgot i forgot entirely about that so you're of the six hokage 2017 and i forgot entirely about this yeah it was totally, totally brutal. Um, but at the same time, I think the reason it was so brutal is because, like, I've been that guy. Yeah. I've Me been. Too. Yeah. I think everyone's kind of been there. Everyone has been interested in someone and was so <laughs> caught up in their own brain that they didn't realize that they were, like, yeah, being a super creep. <laughs> just creepily standing us a little bit behind their umbrella so we couldn't notice Evan unconsciously walking <laughs> forward so that when the person said, hey, they didn't notice. <laughs> I was mortified. I was watching this at work. I wanted to die. Oh, man. I... I don't know if I'll ever recover from this, but at the same time, <laughs> what I like, that was the worst moment of all time, I think, until like some other stuff happens later, which I don't know if it's the worst. I don't know if the thing that happens later is the worst moment of all time, but it's like kind of on the same level. There are like two things that happen in this episode that are worse than anything I've ever seen on a television program before. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I just I can't wrap my brain around it anyway. So that that all happens. Uh, and we all just have to like come to terms with it, move on, live with yeah. it. Um, yes. we, we have to carry that weight with us. Yeah. But like, can you? No. You're going to dream about it. I am. You're going to be like at, I don't know, a cafe and you're going to like be ready I'm gonna to order. I'm going to order a smoothie. I'm going to order a smoothie. You're going to order a smoothie and you're going to remember our boy. And I'm going to remember this. Definitely Yusuke. We definitely call him Yusuke in this situation. This is not an Ethan move. No, this is not Ethan. This is Yusuke. Okay. It's definitely a use game move. Oh, it was just brutal. Yeah. Let's here. I got to get the snakes off my bod. Let's move on to the next. Let's go. The next bit that happens. Uh, next, we go to Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even say that correctly. Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck. Um, there we go. TM. I have to note. Trademark. Uh, everyone in Hawaii knows Giovanni's is the place for garlic shrimp. That's not me reading an ad. That's a literal thing that Avion says, which I thought was an ad. I um, thought that was an ad. They say, oh, is this place famous? And Eric goes, yeah, this place is famous. Um, there are a lot <laughs> of shots. Ad. Yeah, there are a lot of shots of the branding for Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck past the just past the like 
Seinfeldian, like this is where the scene takes place. It's like Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck, Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck, Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck. This place is famous. Everyone in Hawaii knows Giovanni's is a place for garlic shrimp. You know what, Brendan? What? I think that might have had a script. I think there might have been a script involved in that scene. I'm not sure, but I think there might have been a small script there. (laughs) Um, There's another thing that happens later in this in this scene that also implies that there's some kind of cross promotion going on. Uh, so immediately after Avion says everyone in Hawaii knows Giovanni's is a place for garlic shrimp, which is a whole sentence that I have to say over and over again, just to drive the point home. Um, Eric calls out Yusuke for forgetting to play his ukulele. Um, he's like, oh yeah, you didn't play your ukulele. And, and, uh, Yusuke goes, yeah, I forgot. And Eric goes, oh yeah, you forgot because everyone knows that Yusuke was just so uncomfortable and in his own brain Mm -hmm. that he couldn't bring himself to do it. Um, yeah. What he didn't realize is that if he had done that, he would have spread his wings like a golden phoenix. and become <sighs> He would have Ethan. become Ethan. Right. Exactly. <sighs> That's his fucking superpower. Jesus Brutal. Christ. I know. So at this point, everyone except for Yusuke, Yuya and Lauren leave, leaving the three of them sitting on the same side of the bench. Yusuke and Lauren start talking about how Lauren was taking a nap and like maybe she got a tan uh, and they're like having this conversation that's very awkward. Uh, we mm-hmm. know that Lauren is lying because she was on her phone the whole time, was not asleep. Um, meanwhile, uh, and this is great upon rewatching. And uh, if you've already watched this episode, I highly recommend going back and watching this scene again, because I don't know if you caught the horribly awkward moment that Yuya was having in the background of that whole conversation. <laughs> no, no, I did not. What's going on? <laughs> because he so the three of them are just sitting on the other side of the bench it's just the three of them there right yusuke and and lauren are having this conversation yuya knows that this is a big deal for yusuke and tries to pretend that he's not there by slowly (gasps) turning around and facing the other way but you can see him he's very blurry in the background because this show is shot beautifully so like the depth of field is really shallow so he's blurry in the background but you can see him like continuing to like slightly turn his head so we can try and hear what they're saying to each other but also pretend that he's not there um no uh, i have to rewatch this oh it's my god it's so good it's so good it made me so happy it's always the best in the background yeah yeah um yeah that is yuya's steez isn't it he's just like yeah he's oh, a good background boy yeah wow very interesting i can't wait to talk more about yuya but oh yeah uh so Anyway, everyone comes back and they're like, hey, should we get dessert? Uh, And right as they start talking about maybe we should get dessert, a a strange man arrives with two frozen (laughs) coconut drinks. (laughs) I mean, because everyone in Hawaii knows Giovanni's is the place for garlic shrimp and frozen coconut drinks. (laughs) I can't win this fucking show. So here's here's the best part of this. If... (laughs) Say this say this bit was sponsored, right? Uh-huh. Slightly. Say there's some kind of give and take between Terrace House needing a place to shoot this. And Giovanni's this bit. shrimp and, garlic shrimp. Yeah, in, in North Shore, Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck, you know, needed some free press or whatever. Um yeah. say that there's this give and take happening between the Netflix production team and Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck, then this moment becomes one of the greatest <laughs> sponsorship moments of all time because they all try it and hate it. <laughs> they all try the, the coconut drink and they think it sucks. <laughs> There's a very long shot of Yusuke taking a sip of it. And his face. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a five-year-old who has to eat asparagus. It's like such a... Oh my god. 
good shot. It's um, a great shot. I was about, I was like, oh my God, no. I didn't, I didn't really catch on it being sponsored when I was first watching it. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes it even better. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was actually sponsored, but it sure seems that way. It seems that way, but also that was very honest. Yeah. There it, we go. Yeah. It, it just reeks of all of the stuff I see on The Bachelor all the time. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they continue having a conversation after this. Uh, Lauren unveils that she has lost her job at Banan. Banan. Banan, hey, they'll get you. Yeah, it was too good to be true. Uh, She basically got a call after working there for four days that uh, they said, quote, please don't come back tomorrow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Lauren, okay, so here's the thing that I wanted to mention to you, right? So Lauren tries to rationalize this in her brain. She's like, oh, maybe they're just looking for like harder workers or something along those lines. It's definitely because of the show, right? Oh, 100%. Like they just didn't want the cameras in there? Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it being a health code violation. Well, yeah, that's that's probably true. I mean, it's also like a super busy place, right? Isn't that a thing that she mentions? Like, yeah, it's like a hot it's like up and coming place. Yeah, it's like super busy, and like she's new, so she was like taking training. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing the supervisor was like, "We can't deal with all this right now." Yeah, yeah, we we can't be training you and also have fifteen camera Dude. and lighting people and audio yeah. people like hanging out in the kitchen space where we need to be shelling 40,000 bananas. 40, per day. bananas. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, you know, sucks for Lauren, but uh, what are you going to do? It's it. What I don't, you gonna do? Yeah. Getting a job while you're in Terrace house is probably pretty difficult for that exact reason. Uh, yeah. But on the flip side, Naomi reveals that she got the Tommy Bahama gig. Yay. So she's going to be a hostess at uh Tommy Bahama. Which um, cafe. I didn't know they had a cafe until the show. Yeah, really weird. I thought they just made perfume, but you can buy it at Marshalls. Right, and I just thought they made shirts. Yeah, weird. Weird. Anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> so that's that's North Shore. That's the North Shore trip. Yeah, and then they just go back home. Yeah, they go back home. Uh, the next the next uh, scene we get is Yuya and Yusuke in the bedroom, uh, talking about the day. Just talking about how the day went. Yusuke says, uh, hey, Lauren was taking a nap. I couldn't find the right timing. I know I shouldn't worry about it, but I can't help it. She seemed exhausted. It didn't feel like the right time. Like, I shouldn't have gone to talk to her at that point because, like, what if she thought I was annoying? Yuya's like, I get it, I get it, I get it. Don't worry about it. But, like, you never know what's going to happen if you don't take a shot. And thus begins the slow PR <sighs> reversal of Yuya's character, which is very interesting. Oh, my God. It is very interesting. It's it's like the first time where like I'm watching Yuya and I'm like, oh yeah, he yeah he's right. Wait, Yuya, this episode. Who am I talking about? <laughs> Yuya, this episode, and I think Yamachan says it pretty well in 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 the the middle break. But let's get yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, he says you never know what could happen if you don't take a shot. Uh, and he says, quote, this is an actual quote. When it comes to love, if you don't get to know someone, you'll never get close. Yuya, what the fuck? Where'd this come from, Yuya? Yuya, like, read, like, two self-help books between, like, last week and this week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he becomes, like, the wise, like, the wise man of the house. He's just, like, dispensing wisdom to everyone. Yeah. It's, it's such a good thing. Uh, he, He's like, hey, Yusuke, I know you overthink things all the time. Like, just kind of, you know, live your truth. Just yeah. do it. Um, yeah. And Yusuke's like, oh, I have issues responding to people, thinking on my feet, stuff like that. Um. And uh, he kind of realizes that he blew it. You know, he like kind of blew his shot, which, you know, sucks. But yeah, 
it's gonna happen i i here's the thing that was gonna happen right yeah i don't know it, they they even kind of set that up in the last episode and they're like actually i think they literally said don't overthink it in the last episode and he overthunk it and he overthunk it and hey bit him in the ass uh but that's the thing that happens uh if you it's a thing are, that happens to everyone yeah yeah especially hey. someone who's like not not experienced right he's not very experienced uh he is under the impression he's batting way out of his league um mm-hmm. you know so things will get to your head so anyway he uh does what every human being would try and do in this situation where they just realize that they fucked up that bad and tries to change the topic of conversation yep. by asking uh about yuya and avion um to which yuya says if she turns me down it'll hurt a lot uh which is like <laughs> a very nice earnest moment from yuya which is very interesting uh and yuya does what any normal human being would try and do in that situation where he realizes that he might fuck up and uh leaves <laughs> leaves <Yep>. the conversation <laughs> Uh, so, which leaves Yusuke in the room by himself, uh, and he says out loud to himself and maybe the audience again, performing for himself and the audience, he says in my own way, as in he's in his own way. Yeah. So, so we pop into the panel, uh, and, and they talk about how, I think this is a great point, but the only reason that Yusuke is like, Hey, you look great without makeup. Like you don't need makeup. The only reason that line even remotely came close to working is because Yusuke is like such an unassuming dude. You know, he's like such a pure hearted individual yep. that you can tell that there's like no ulterior motive behind him saying mm-hmm. that. We're like, no, imagine just imagine an alternate timeline in which Eric said that to her uh, and how be like, we would be shit talking him right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. One hundred percent. It was it would just sound grody coming from Eric, I think. Yeah, I think honestly, most people. Yeah, I think most people. But Yusuke is is such such a pure heart made of made of a blinding beautiful golden light that he basically makes anything sound good when he turns into ethan yeah exactly and he turned into ethan there for like a second he did he, 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 yeah split second ethan as we yeah. like to call him <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> oh, no. yeah so after that uh they mention i think something that's also incredible that kind of was an aha moment for me and i want to talk to you about which is that yuya is a pretty good dude when eric isn't there Mm-hmm. When he doesn't get time to talk to Eric, Yuya becomes a totally different person. Yeah, and we they touch on that a bit more like later in the episode, but like yeah. we have a lot of like Yuya just by himself and like kind of like how his mind works. Yeah, when he's not being influenced by like what I, uh, Eric, who I guess he looks up as like a senpai or like a mentor, because he is a lot or- older than all the other kids that are in the house. Right. Yeah. Which is an important point, right? So, so you, mm-hmm. I think, is only eighteen, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's eighteen. Eric, I think, is twenty eight. If I'm I think he's twenty seven. Twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah, he's he's around that vicinity. He's late twenties. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's only natural that he's probably gonna look up to him as a role model, kind of. But what really sucks yeah. is that Eric sucks. Um, yeah, what really sucks is that it's Eric. Yeah. So I think it like now in in retrospect, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty kind of thing. It makes a lot of sense that you. Uh, would adopt some of Eric's worst qualities when he's around him trying to fit in with him because I guess he doesn't realize that he doesn't need to do that. You know, like just being himself would probably actually be better for him in the long run. Yeah. It just seems like he's a really impressionable, like he's 18 year old dude. Yeah. Which like, of course, of course he is. Yeah. That's always going to happen. But you know, like thinking back on other moments where it was just Yuya by himself 
there haven't been too many really bad moments except for maybe that date with except Naomi. Except for the date. Yeah, except for Naomi's date. Which was like really, really, really awkward and bad. Uh, what, what did he say? Oh, like I'm bored. I was just killing time. I was just killing time. Yeah, he was like trying to retroactively like pretend that uh, he didn't ask her out on a date. Like that was problematic, but obviously we can't just ignore the fact that that happened. But if you remove that from his uh, report card... Like what other stuff has happened? Like, okay. yeah. yeah, he seems like a pretty okay too. Granted, for most of the few the last episodes, he's been him and Eric have been just kind of like bros. Yeah, bros, you know. So exactly. Um, we'll see. So, I like I like non Eric Yuya. Yeah, non Eric Yuya. Like he was on the floor. He like get went one step up and like yeah, my which, respect. Which I'm kind of yeah, I'm I'm very interested in. It. I love love me a good redemption arc. I could see Yuya coming back in a big way uh which is cool so we'll see what happens with that we'll see what happens um the next thing that happens speaking of eric uh is that we get to see him showing his plans for the pop-up cafe that he's working on to his client uh Mm -hmm. literally nothing happens in this uh it's just like hi it's me eric let me show you my autocad i am a professional yeah and my sketches i am calling it punch bowl cafe yeah i have a pencil behind my ear because i'm an architect I'm an artist. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's literally the whole conversation. Yeah. It's um, not. Not very important. Doesn't really no. push any plot forward uh, besides no. showing that Eric exists. And also, I think uh, that's when they do the scene where he's, they're showing like his resume, right? So yeah. All the stuff is popping up on the screen. Um, yeah. Which I totally tuned out. Me too. I'm sorry. So the, the meat crime of the episode begins immediately after this. This is this episode's meat crime. I feel like there have been multiple meat crimes in this season so far, but yeah, not a not a single date, but a bunch of meat crimes. A bunch yeah. of meat crimes. Yeah, not a single date. Uh, if you haven't watched Boys and Girls in the City, that won't make much sense to you. But just know <laughs> that when you watch Boys and Girls in the City, keep an eye out for the meat crime because goddamn, mm-hmm. uh, if the, you thought like the meat incidents. Yeah, if you thought that fifty-seven seconds of uh, Yusuke hanging out on the beach not talking to oh, Lauren boy. was problematic, <laughs> wait until you see that meat crime. Uh, anyway, so Lauren walks into the girls' room, um, and Avion and Naomi are already there. Uh, they were talking to each other. They were talking to each other. It's a very awkward feeling in the room. Like, you can, even though we are passively watching this through a television set, you can feel the tension that's in the room. Yeah, because, like, yeah, because, like, Lauren walks in, sits down, and then, like, Avion and, and... And Naomi are just like talking to each other and then they stop and then they just look at Lauren as she slowly walks and sits down. Right. Which like, and it's like everyone oh knows what that God. means. Everyone yeah. knows what that means. If, they if were talking shit. They were talking shit. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they try and do that thing that always happens in these situations where they like try and start a conversation, but it's just too awkward. Where they're like, oh, I think Avion's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. And then Lauren's like, I saw you like yesterday. yesterday." Yeah. And then (laughs) Avion's like, oh, yeah, I saw you yesterday, but like not at all today. It's like and then uh, what Lauren probably should have responded with is something along the lines of like, but I'm seeing you today because it's right now and we're talking (laughs) about it. Yeah. Uh, Everything is fake. Yeah. Everything is fake. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously Lauren's like, what's up? Because, you know, this situation is just brutal. And Avion starts going down this path and she's like, well, we've been living here for three weeks. It's almost been a whole month. Uh, and since we are living together under one roof, we should have some rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all share a toilet and a bath and a shower. 
and we all kind of have to do our part. So if the toilet paper runs out, someone should replace it. Um, she says, quote, everyone should keep their area clean. Uh, there are a bunch of wet towels lying all over the place. Uh, and it's very clear that she and Naomi are teaming up against Lauren because they think that she's a slob and that yeah. she needs to pick up after herself. Man, I used to be an RA in college. Yeah. This is my fucking nightmare. Is it? Yeah, it was like bringing back like moments where I had to like intervene and be like, hey, you're being gross. Like you have to like, like lit, like wash your fucking dishes and stuff like that. But I had to do it in a nice way. Yeah. Because I was like getting paid for my job. So how did you feel about the way that Lauren, uh, sorry, that Avion and Naomi handled this? Was this a nice Uh, way? It was a nice way, but it like sucked that it was like both of them going at it with her. Like that was my, my opinion of it. Like, I think it would have been nice if she would have said they would have like pointed the blame kind of more towards like, oh, but we do some of this stuff, too, instead of being like, oh, Lauren does all this shit. Because at one point, like Lauren was like, and you think all of this is me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you're saying that all of these things are my fault. Like, I'm doing all of these problems or I'm creating all these problems. Yeah. And uh, they're like, instead of being like, oh, no, 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 that, you know, it's all of us. We just all have to like do our part and like make sure that like we're keeping this place tidy and whatever instead of saying that avion's like oh we don't know who it is <laughs> <laughs> bitch there's only three girls and we're all here yeah come on dude what are you doing dude. uh so naomi's like hey i have to ask you one more thing uh there are some used dishes that have been out for a while can you go clean them up and they're like let's all make sure to clean up after ourselves and it, and that's where that conversation ends just like a very awkward moment mm-hmm. basically uh where naomi tells lauren like hey you got to clean up these specific dishes my my thing with this well maybe we should get through like everything that happens in this situation and then kind of reflect on it later if that makes more sense um so anyway the the next shot we see are all the boys in the kitchen or like in in the dining room uh yusuke mentions that ethan is his real name it is his real name which we which we were wondering because when we did the first episode of this show of this podcast uh and we checked the wikipedia page so we could refer to their names ethan was in there and then for some reason when we went to record the second episode ethan was gone it fucking disappeared yeah i don't know fuck i thought it was a fucking fever dream <laughs> ethan, is real. ethan is real and he only appears sometimes but he's there <laughs> ethan he's is doing real. his math homework which i think is really cute yeah yeah what a good boy <laughs> they ask you yeah they're like oh you yeah should you do your homework and he's like i don't want to fucking do my homework so yeah, like, right. he's like oh i only have one assignment and they're like you have class in the morning though right and he's like yeah but whatever and oh god it's just i mean i honestly we talked about this last week i mm-hmm. i think that dude is not going to do very well in his class uh, uh, dude. um anyway will we see that maybe maybe not i think that would make for some interesting storytelling uh so anyway, Ethan is Yusuke's real name uh, and the girls arrive and sit down and they say, hey, we got to talk about cleaning uh, and they start to set up a chore list. Now, what I find most interesting about this conversation before, you know, everyone leaves and actually like starts cleaning uh, and, and the next conversation happens is that while this while they're setting up this chore list, the person who's like spearheading this conversation is actually Lauren yeah lauren is the one driving the conversation even though avion and naomi are the ones who initiated this whole thing as like a quote-unquote problem you you know what i think why 
I think it might have been because like she realized that she fucked up, so she wants to like kind of like make it seem to the to the other boys that like she isn't part together. of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think it was that. So she so she, she was doing to them what Avion and Naomi did to her in a Basically. way. Basically. Yeah. So she was kind of like putting herself on Avion and Naomi's level of like, we're all clean when Lauren has like nasty dishes on the side. But <laughs> Yeah. They don't need to know that. Right. Um interesting. Interesting. That's probably I think that's why. Yeah, I think I'm on your level with that. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, they they set up this cleaning list and uh and they start to clean and by they I mean uh Eric and who is it? Eric and Lauren and Avion. Yeah. Uh go into the kitchen and start cleaning some stuff which leaves uh Naomi and Yuya and Yusuke. Yusuke is still there doing his math homework. Uh and Yuya basically, I think, just kind of picks up on this, like, real tension between them and just asks Naomi straight up, like, hey, did things get awkward with you guys when you were talking about whatever you're talking about? And she's like, yeah, we were talking about cleaning. Yep. And it got super awkward. And Yuya starts, like, kind of asking her more about the situation. And mm-hmm. she kind of starts closing herself off. And she's like, hey, if, we, if we're going to talk about this, we have to, like, go somewhere else to talk about it. And Yuya makes this face like are you fucking serious like he realizes that she is and then they get up and then they leave and uh they they go to talk about the situation and we get this close-up shot of yusuke who's the last one sitting at this kitchen table uh and he lets out this like really deep sigh and kind of like falls into his own hands he seems like really really upset that he overheard this situation that like things are maybe not a hundred percent with the three girls um yeah that things could be problematic because i think i mean at the end of the day yusuke just wants everyone to get along he just wants to have a fun time at tara's yeah, house he just wants to have a fun time he wants to have friends and have a fun time and yeah i think i'm pretty sh- yeah i thought the same thing too like he it wasn't so much that he was like upset but like oh we have to clean because it seems like yusuke is a pretty neat boy yeah but um yeah i think he just he was just like man not this shit again like i don't I just want my friends to get along. I yeah. just want to have friends here. Yeah. But totally. also, like, I think part of it might have also... Maybe part of it also came from the fact that, like, when Yuya left to, like, go talk with Naomi, he kind of, like, teased at him and was like, hey, hey, I'm going to go find out some secrets. Oh, yeah. Did you pick that up? Yeah. And then Yuya, and then Yusuke was probably like, mm, I'm not getting included. I don't know which one of those it was. Mm, that's interesting. Maybe it makes yeah. up all of them. Yeah. Maybe it makes up all of them. Because, like, everyone's kind of paired up at that point. Like, they're cleaning or they're out, like, talking shit. And then Yusuke's just in a corner, just like, nobody. Yeah, and, and again, Yusuke is the one who's left behind. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. For 57 seconds, he just stays there. For 57 seconds, he sits in the kitchen seconds. by himself. <laughs> what a poor situation. Um, Yeah, we, we get this uh scene of Naomi talking to Yuya in a room that I did not recognize. I don't know where that room in the house came from. No idea where it's in like relation to the other rooms hubby. it is. Yeah very yeah. interesting um it's it, it was like uh in boys and girls of the city when they like four months in find a secret japanese style room yeah <laughs> so weird which every house has that so it's like okay cool yeah so anyway naomi and you are talking um and uh naomi just kind of like starts to get into the crux of how that conversation went uh and was talking about how like yeah, so there were messes all over the place, and I would ask Avion if it was her mess, and she'd say no, uh, and she would ask me if it was my mess, and it wasn't mine, and I knew it wasn't mine, so, like, it must have been Lauren's, obviously. So, you know, we talked to her about it, but Lauren felt like we were making it seem like she was in the wrong, and we were accusing her, 
which like of course i mean that's exactly what yeah, you were doing naomi it's like literally yeah. what you're doing yeah. um and uh and yuya is like yeah i can totally understand why lauren would feel that way like why wouldn't you just tell her to clean her stuff up essentially yeah <laughs> like just tell her like hey like we know you left these dishes why don't you just leave them there instead of like talking behind her back and like double teaming her you know yeah that was the worst and like they they do that thing in the conversation uh that i i fucking just hate like when people do this to other people i or like if it, it's been done to me in the past like it just like really rubs me the wrong way where it's like we all have to make sure that we're cleaning our shit uh, it's like dude i like uh, we're all aware that you're blaming me for doing a thing don't yeah. say don't like say we and include yourselves even though you're yeah, like no, absolving you, yourself you're the one, yeah even though you're the one that's like oh well lauren's the one that's like being nasty and leaving her like dishes around yeah yeah like just be it's, like yo lauren clean your dishes and like yeah just like be straight up this is what fuck if people were just straight up with like the people that they fucking live with yeah Oh, we wouldn't even need fucking RAs and colleges and shit. Not yet. I thought that was that was really bad and gross. That was really yeah. Um, that was really weird. So Naomi is like, oh, I was worried that uh, she'd get like super mad and defensive. Uh, so I asked Avion for help, and then you is like, yeah, well, that means that you guys teamed up on her, which would make yeah. anyone defensive. Uh, yeah. And he's like, this whole thing is kind of ridiculous. Like, it would be a lot easier if you just told her what was going on. Yuya dropping the real shit. Yeah, Yuya again. For like, the second time in this episode. With great advice. Coming out of nowhere. Coming out of left field. Okay. Scoring the touchdown with the football. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> with the pigskin. With with the old pigskin. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, what what an interesting, interesting scene that is. Cause it kind of ends with Naomi being like, Wow, Yuya, what great advice you gave me. And like I think she's like trying to flirt with him also yeah in that situation and it's like super awkward because he's like yeah this whole thing's dumb <laughs> and she's like wow you're so good at giving advice and he's like this whole thing is really stupid so oh my God. the next the next scene we get is uh i think it's the next day uh lauren goes to visit her older sister um yeah and she's like hi i just wanted to come and like tell you about what it's like living in tara's house because it's been three weeks and her sister's like wow it's been three weeks already they went so fast and lauren goes <laughs> Sidebar, sorry. Yeah. Her sister's house is fucking beautiful. And yeah, huge. what the fuck? Yeah, sorry, keep going. Beautiful what does her house. sister say? I'm yeah, sorry. So so uh yeah, her sister's like, wow, three weeks I went so fast. And Lauren goes, Yeah, the three weeks went really fast, but also really slow. <laughs> <laughs> um she's like, I think going forward I'm gonna have to come here to like hang out because I need some alone time to like recharge. Which I understand. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. I'm yeah. like I'm my kind of person too. I yeah, it. classic introvert vibe. I am also that way. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's a that's just a normal thing in life. Is like, yeah, if you're surrounded by five randos who you just met and you have to be with them all the time, uh, of course you're gonna want some alone time every once in a while just to like chill the fuck out uh, and not have to worry about what Lauren says later, which is like, like you could walk into a room one morning and forget to say good morning to everyone, and then that snowballs down and becomes like stress and becomes anxiety yeah. and becomes this thing where you worry that they might not like you because you forgot to say good morning uh or like didn't hear someone say good morning so you didn't respond back like there are all these little tiny situations that because your interest has get blown up into much bigger things um mm-hmm. partially i think because of the close quarters and because there are cameras everywhere but i think also partially because it seems like the current crew of people in the house are like kind of passive aggressive instead of being a little bit more confrontational yeah not not even confrontational just being more open with how they're feeling about things yeah Um, 
so like, I, I couldn't I couldn't really see this happening with like the boys and the girls and the city people to this extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like the crew that they had there, like when they when they did something fucked up, they came out and like apologized for it. I'm right. sorry I ate your meat. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite. A little fatty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Holy shit. Uh yeah, it's I don't know. I I I I'm of two minds about it because like on one hand like you're on this TV show, you know what it's going to be like. Um I kind of feel the same way just to kind of loosely touch on the bachelor again, but like I feel this way when um like people contestants on the bachelor or the bachelorette get upset because like they see the bachelor or bachelorette making out with another contestant. It's like you signed on to be this show where you're one of 30 people who is competing for the heart of this person. Like you have to know what you're getting into. You can't have not watched any seasons of the show before you signed up to be a part of it. Um, so on one hand, I kind of feel that way about this situation where it's like, like, Hey Lauren, you knew when you signed up for terrace house that you were going to be in this house with five other people. And like, you were going to have to try and make it work as best you can. Um, she just happens to be lucky enough that she has a place that she could retreat to. Yeah. You know? Um, like, but at the end Naomi of the day, doesn't have that. Like, right. Exactly. Naomi doesn't have that. She just has to make it work. Um, but at the end of the day, like you kind of got to deal with it while you're in terrace house, because that's just what the show is. That's like yeah. what the situation you signed up for is. That's kind of um, what your life is. And if you don't want to have that life anymore, you have the option to just like graduate from Terrace House. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so on one hand, I feel that way. But on the other hand, I, I totally, totally get what she's saying. Where like this mm-hmm. group of people seem like they're not handling uh, stress, stress and problems that arise within the house in a way that's healthy. Yeah. Um, and, and they're not like going about resolving those issues in a way that makes sense so it stresses out someone like lauren who is like a normal human being who just wants people to be open with each other yeah so lauren's sister says something that doesn't help at all and she says uh quote the more you tell people your true feelings the closer they'll get to you which doesn't help any it's not not even relevant (laughs) just like not a good piece of advice yeah um it's not exactly (laughs) helps me but thanks but hey, I got to give her points for trying to Try. console her sister. Honestly, she tried. Her house is really pretty. She tried. Yeah, got a got a beautiful abode over there. So the next scene we get is uh, nighttime, and Lauren visits Naomi in the girls' room. Mm-hmm. Um, and this okay. So I have to mention this. This is, I think, possibly intentionally, but also possibly accidentally, one of the biggest power plays I've ever seen on Terrace House. I don't know if you caught this moment. Um, when Lauren walks into the room, because we all know that they're going to have another conversation about this cleaning thing, right? When she walks into the room, she's, she has like a a mug filled with tea, uh, and she goes to put it down (laughs) on on the table and there's a magazine there that Naomi was reading and she goes to put it down and then sits there and then waits and looks at Naomi and waits for Naomi to realize what's happening. And then Naomi has to clean up the magazine (gasps) and put it away before Lauren can put her mug down. And it's like a savage move. Um, yeah if that wasn't intentional that was so fucking good yeah it happened so quickly that i don't know if it was intentional but if it oh, was god damn what a good fucking darwinian fucking i know like, god. incredible psychological uh play yeah. there but also sits where avion was before it kind of puts like naomi where yeah she was now, um, now i'm just like picking everything <laughs> 
Uh, so Naomi says that she, quote, just wanted to apologize for the conversation that they had about cleaning. And that's as much as she says, she doesn't actually apologize. She <laughs> says that she wanted to apologize, which is very interesting. Uh, Lauren brings up the point that you just made before, uh, which is that nobody has been perfect. She's like, we all can see whose hair is in the drain because we all have different yeah. hair, implying yeah. that there's like a bunch of like gross hair in the drain um, and that it's definitely not Lauren's. So, again, uh, nobody's perfect. Everyone is fucking up. Uh, Lauren's like, you can't make it seem like it's all my fault. Just like be nicer about it. Just be more direct about it. Yeah. Like she was like, I wish you would have done it in a more nice way instead of like ganging up on me, which right. is like, yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's a very normal way to look at it. And. <laughs> What? And then Naomi replies, like she says this whole thing, and Naomi replies, "Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to say, basically." Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, whatever. And that, and that's the end of it. And and Naomi never really actually apologizes. No, and, but uh, I, I'm sure I'm sure she feels more comfortable now because maybe yeah, Lauren, yeah, basically Lauren apologized for her. Yeah. So the next bit we get, well, there's a panel bit uh, where they kind of talk about how Yuya is coming back. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming back. He's coming back a little bit, which is good. Uh, how Naomi kind of masterminded this situation in which she and Avion teamed up on Lauren, uh, which is interesting how like Avion was unknowingly involved in that conversation, like unknowingly the mm-hmm. drive, the driving force behind being the bad guy, I guess. In yeah, the but I think I do think Naomi was one that first brought it up to Avion to Avion, uh, which yeah. is interesting and says some things about naomi uh mm-hmm. but you know we'll, we'll see we'll see if that kind of pans out i mean that that's honestly the first inkling i got that naomi had some like nefarious shit going on yeah but you know we'll see if that pans out we'll see if the panel is right on that i imagine they probably are yeah but you know we'll see uh yeah so that's basically the panel and uh we cut back to our my favorite moment at least of every episode which is the post panel final scene the cliffhanger mm-hmm. uh so we get lauren and eric hanging out in the like hangout room eric is working on some stuff lauren says that she was spending the day watching terrace house which is awesome which is so funny that's the most meta thing she was watching uh just to hit on it but not spoil anything uh the conversations between burns and uh misaki yeah which uh is pretty close to the end of boys and girls in the city which is cool <laughs> and so she, she's like she spoils something for um... right. yeah yeah <laughs> eric's like oh i haven't seen that part yet what are you talking about she's like oh shit yeah and uh you know they're they're just like having a conversation having a normal conversation uh lauren talks about how she was trying to uh draw some stuff but she got like creative block and at that moment yusuke walks in and uh they start having this conversation and eric's like hey we've been here for a month um but no one has really gotten together at all yeah. uh and he was like in all the previous seasons of terrace house i've watched like almost immediately someone gets together yeah or like someone sees someone that they like and may end up like being mutually like at least like interested in each other exactly exactly and lauren brings up like hey i just watched that happen with burns um he came in and immediately liked someone and yusuke is like amazed when He's he like, finds what? out that, that burns came in liked someone and like tried to make it work immediately yeah and oh, uh 
they're like, okay, so is this happening with anyone? And they start talking about how uh, Yuya and Naomi have this like interesting connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is like, I love, I, I we talked about this, I think it was the last episode, maybe the one before that. I just love mm-hmm. these like secrets that the production team mm-hmm. keeps from us. So Yuya has apparently been wearing Naomi's earrings. Yeah. Uh, and they like straighten their hair together in the mornings and stuff. And they're like having these like interesting these intimate little moments. Little intimate that we're not moments. Seeing. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh shit. The next time we see we see Yuya too, like he opens up the door and like we see the earring. I know, which is such a good and I was shot. Like, yeah, ah! I noticed that too. So cool. So yeah, the next the next shot we see after we learn that information uh, is is Yuya like basically barreling down the hallway, uh, and there's this like great like fake Kesha music playing in the background. Yeah. It's like Kesha <laughs> ripoff music, uh, and he busts into the girls' room. And uh, sits down Naomi, and... He, yeah, Naomi and Avion are there. Yeah, Na- Naomi and Avion are there. And he asks Avion if she wants to go <gasps> surfing and go get food just by the, themselves, <sighs> just the two of them. Specifically, he is asking Avion and Naomi is there and she has to watch this and happen. Naomi asks, like, do you want me to leave? And then Yuya goes, no, stay there. Yeah, no, hey, stay. Avion, what are you doing on Monday? Yeah, which, God. you know, Avion gets hyped about it says yes and uh and and yuya gets up to leave i do want to mention that he walks right by a illustration of deadpool that i think lauren did and taped to the wall really which is interesting don't know why and uh we get to see a shot of naomi looking very upset yeah she's like should i have fucking left like what the fuck was that (laughs) and then uh door closes yeah and avion no wait, wait avion is like you think this was a date? I don't think it was a date. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Now the door closes. <laughs> and then the door closes. Uh, a lot happened in this episode. We we kind of talked for a bit, but like a lot happened in this episode. And I think this episode was one of the longest ones. Was it? Like I think so. Was there an actual like added length to it? I didn't even realize that. I don't know. I like I, I remember like watching it being like, this is a pretty long episode. It was like 40 minutes long. And I think most episodes are like, I don't know, oh, 30 wow. or so. I honestly yeah. didn't notice that. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but like it felt really long because I think so much happened in, within like those like 40 minutes. So I, I guess just like final thoughts on um, the conversation between uh, Avion, Naomi and Lauren about cleaning. I mean, it it was interesting in the sense that like we kind of saw Naomi kind of show another side of her that was like. I'm, I mean, everyone knows mischievous, like, maybe. yeah, like everyone knows, like I, I've lived with like girls and even like guys yeah. like that, but are just kind of like, I, not to say that like they, they try to stir shit up. Yeah. Like when, when there is something wrong, they'd rather like go talk to someone else and kind of like get people on their team to right. help their, like their idea or like their point of view get across better. Right. And like, it sucks. Cause I didn't want, I didn't want Naomi to be like that girl. Come on. Yeah, what I I really weirdly enjoyed where we left off last episode, where it was like Yuya and Eric were the two shitty dudes, and everyone else was great. And now, yeah. like, there's a little bit more gray, a little more gray space. You know, yeah, no, Yuya's like, kind of no. working his way back up. Eric is still kind of in the doghouse. He kind of sucks still. Yeah, uh, he doesn't do anything. But now, I mean, Naomi took a dip this week. Very yeah, disappointing. Naomi took a little dip. Yuya, Yuya, I think is a bit higher than Naomi right now, or we're like we're like tied. In my in, on my scale of like, shitty. wow, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I would place Naomi there. That's interesting, though. Uh, he's definitely working his way up, though. Yeah, I, d- I think I they're tied right it. now. Yeah. Um, 
do you have any predictions going forward? I did. I did um, see one comment on the Reddit thread that said that they really like our predictions. Uh, probably because they're so wrong always. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, predictions. My prediction is that um, Avion's mom will swing by and drop fruit off her people. I, don't know why. <laughs> I really want her mom to be back on the show. I thought she was really cute. Mm-hmm. My prediction is that either I think Lauren will ask um, Yusuke out. Whoa, really? You think so? I think so. I think. I th- I honestly think that ship has sailed. I don't think it's happening. I, I think we're gonna get. A, I think we're gonna have a date this this season. I think that's gonna be. I, w- I want there to be one fucking date, and I want it to be like Yusuke and Lauren. Yeah. And I want it to go either com- in- incredibly good or like horribly bad. Yeah. You want fifty seven no. seconds in hell? Oh God, no! <laughs> it's gonna be five minutes. Oh God, that's that's actually what I want. But I think. For some reason in my head, I think that Lauren is going to be the one to ask Yusuke out. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Because I, I think Yusuke. Happening. Yeah, because I think Yusuke is just kind of like Diddy Dallin. Yeah. Yeah, I think honestly that would probably make him feel better if yeah. she asked him. Yeah. He would finally uh, be out of his own head. One prediction that I think I'm pretty certain is going to be true. Oh. And if I'm not, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. Okay. Yuvian's going to turn down Yuya. <laughs> you think that she's going to turn him down? Yeah. You think she's going to turn around like like before the date or during the date? No, no, like during the date. Like what's happened with all the other two girls? You think so? I think so. Yeah, I could see that too, which is like such a bummer. I, so here's the thing, right? I still have these conflicted feelings about Yuya and, and his like, I don't know, his weird escapades with the women <laughs> in the house, right? Because I mean, it really was like he ranked them, Lauren, Naomi, uh, Avion, and just like went down the list getting yeah. rejected by the first two. Which is shitty. And is now on the third one. Like, that to me is what's keeping him down in the power rankings of Terrace House people. Is that not a thing that, like, guys do, though? Every single romantic comedy I've seen has a, like, dude that's like, dude, I don't know. Am I, I being gross right now? I don't know. I just, I, th- I think it's, I maybe, they probably do. I imagine most dudes do that. To me, it seems like a shitty, gross, no, like, it is objectifying thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I don't, I don't condone it on this podcast. No, don't do that. Do not write a list of the hottest girls in class. Right. That is things that elementary school boys did and it hurt girls' feelings. Do right. not do that. Exactly. And Yuya is an 18 year old, uh, and boy man. No boy. Yeah. And Eric is a full ass actual man <sighs> and, uh, should not be stooping to that level. Nope. Should not. TBH. Nope. He's a bad influence on Yuya, and uh, nope. my, my prediction is that he continues to be bad influence on Yuya. I think so, too. Yeah. We will see. And that wraps it up, I guess. I guess that that's it. it yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta talk- give a shout out to uh, Ryan Mitchell Gray, who gave us the theme yes. song. Yes! Thank you. Uh, it's called Knock Off. It's super good. It's off an album called Na Plus Ultra. You should go it's a very check good it out. Uh, and yeah, I guess come back next week. Uh, just to clarify, because I've had some people ask me this, uh, this show comes out on Wednesday mornings. We record mm-hmm. on Tuesday nights and it comes out Wednesday mornings. Yeah. Um, which, uh, fun, quick turnaround time. Uh, big, good. epic shout out to Brendan Bigley who edits our video. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, the very quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Bigley. Good times. Good times. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So that said, my name is Brendan Bigley and you can find me on Twitter at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrea Caperti. You can find me on Twitter at Irie Smile. Aloha. Aloha. I remembered it this time. <laughs> you did it. There you go. I'm so proud of me. So proud. <laughs> <laughs> Free